Please listen carefully. What do you call it when you're like emotionally eating? Binging? <laughs> He's binging for everything else. Yeah. What's up, bitches? Welcome to Everyone and Their Sister. I'm Christina. I'm Natasha. And I'm Stephanie. Welcome to a new segment, part of our mini-sode series, called Hanger Pains. Yes. <laughs> we're branching out, guys. What we're going to be doing this episode and releasing them whenever we feel like is talking about something this week that's really bothering us, usually related to pop culture, but maybe you're just really annoyed by how slow everybody is when you're on the sidewalk. It can be about whatever we want. Steph knows something about that. Uh, so initially I was going to talk about commuter pains because there's been some yelling on this bus and it was supposed to be a beautiful March break. No children, but then the adults were acting like assholes. Is this the... Uh, Duff bus. Yeah, I was about to say. The worst bus. Call it out for our In T-O-Ps. Toronto. But I decided to do a Netflix show. Let's just bound into it. Let's go right into it. I'm Steph, going right what into is it. bothering you this week? I watched this fucking thing on Saturday. Ballet 422 documentary on Netflix. What? So I'm like, this is going to be the best thing I've ever seen. A ballet documentary about a New York ballet company about a guy choreographing, choreographing? He's choreographing a dance for the new uh, show. Like, I think he's like the second person to be a choreographer for the show. So is this like a movie documentary? Yeah, a movie documentary. Okay. And the guy, Justin Peck, so they like sold it to me as he's like on the lowest tier of ballet dancer, but he's Ooh. choreographing the ballet that's oh. going to be shown in the like program, like the 422nd ballet. Like that's what it was sold to me as. I'm like, this is going to be great. There's going to be drama. There's going to be bad dancers, bad everything, false drama, nothing. It was literally nothing. It was just this guy choreographing this dance and it was fine. Nothing happened. <laughs> no drama? No. Literally no drama. Like there's no, they, so the only thing that they tell you is text that pops up on the screen and it's just like, He's in the, he's known as the last dancer in the pack, blah, blah, blah. And like, he's choreographing this dance because he got high marks in that choreographing school. Like, that's a thing. But that's the only, like, no, like, narration other than the the actors, the ballet dancers talking to themselves. Is this perhaps the difference between a documentary and a reality series? Probably. It's a real thing. Yeah. Sounds, uh... Sounds boring. Sounds boring. So, like, (laughs) uh, it was pretty boring. There's no drama. No, like, diva ballet dancers they're just like just do it again i don't understand this movement he's like a meat guy a meat guy meek oh meat oh i thought you said a meat guy he's and like, i was like how does that like, involve ballet he really loves the meats maybe he does <laughs> he gets the meat sweats so then so then i'm like this can't be it so i go creep on the new york national ballet company's website mm-hmm. and then i find out the the lead girl was his sister what and they never talk about that they're related um that's drama how'd she get that part who knows? Where She's a it, principal dancer, though. Where, He's not a principal Oh, dancer. so how'd he get the job is the real question. He got high marks mm. in a choreographing school. Like, he's it the second... like he knew some people. He's the second appointed choreographer. This is, like, a tongue twister. They live in New York. They, like... Ugh. Like, I'm so upset how bad it was. Like, I wanted a center stage level movie. And I got just boring, doing their own things. Like, and just so many of someone break their arm. Or like a boob slip, like something. A need boob some drama. <laughs> the a old, boob slip. We're getting those classic nip ballet nip slips. <laughs> the only interesting thing is at the end. So there's three ballets a night. So he sits in the audience to watch his ballet, and then for the third show he has to be back in costume because he's up like the bottom of the barrel principal 
helper dancer for the third ballet. This is crazy. You think this guy is so bad. He's got to be like a shitty like ensemble cast, but he's allowed to choreograph the whole dance. I don't understand. Give me a story. Those who can't do teach. Apparently. But that's not even teaching. That's you. like Literally in, just creating. choreographing. You have to do the thing. And he's been there for like 15 years. And I'm like, what happened? Why didn't he get to number one? Where does his sister come into it that I had to find myself? I feel like they're hiding things. There's and like, there's on. like also relationships. Like I think two of them are married. Didn't know that. Didn't see that. Like nothing. You think he's married to his sister? Oh, oh yeah, this for sure. Some, uh, <laughs> no, for sure. This is some Game of Thrones shit. This no. is in, this is in uh, Heartless. Fl- what is it called? Flesh. Flesh and Bones situation. Flesh and Bones situation. Which is a ballet uh, TV show. We've talked about this is before. We have, is. but is there incest in Flesh and Bones? Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. I don't know nothing. It is real tragic okay, and good. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's four two two. Unimpressed. Give me more. If you know, like. How many ballet documentaries do you think there are? One. This one. <laughs> like, I was hoping... That's so probably true. The only positive thought, I'm like, okay, so now that I've seen this completely through, it's like only an hour and a half. I'm like, now I'm going to get more ballet recommendations on my, like, feed. That was my only positive thought. So you're telling me I shouldn't watch this? I mean, you could. No, why no, like, would, you, it, why like, would they, I do that? Well, they talk about creating the costume, so like, I'm like, oh, that's interesting, blah, blah, blah. But, like, nothing. It's just so I guess, it was, I guess it was just supposed to be informative. The bland piece. Of, but not even informative because you they're just talking to each other. Like, I can't even tell. What's his name? Justin. Is it a Netflix original? I don't think so. Okay. Good. I feel like they wouldn't fund that. Um, I don't know, man. I mean. It came I, out in 2014. I don't know. I feel like probably not. Yeah. Okay. Well. Moods. Inspiring. You feel better? It says. Are, have your hanger pains gone down a little bit? For, for ranting about that? No, because now it's going to recommend me Baby Ballroom. I don't need that. Toddler, toddlers and Tiaras was enough for me. <laughs> I think that Baby Ballroom would be great for you. Is it? Wait, is it babies? I Just ballroom dancing? Very, yeah. I think it's very on brand like, are they you. actually babies? They're like probably four. <laughs> That's like, I gotta add it to my Netflix That's the list. height of maybe five. <laughs> like, I'm interested to see them going from crawling straight to dancing. Yeah, that's isn't that how everybody lives? I Baby Ballroom. Th- those are not babies. Those are toddlers. <laughs> so that was my rant. No. Nah. Okay. That's her hanger pain. It's my hanger pain. On brand. Say the name. What's your hunger pain, Nat? My hanger pain this week is Sarah Beanie's selling homes. Or no, wait. Selling houses. <laughs> Shit. Well, she's trying to sell homes. They're family homes. Um, it is not a Netflix original. It's a UK television program. Sarah Beanie is this like interior designer slash real estate guru person. Must be famous in the UK. I don't really know her. My friends made me watch it last weekend and I was like, I'm going to hate this show. I'm going to fucking hate it. And I do hate it. I do rant a lot about it, but I fucking love it. You can't not love shit like that. It's, it's terrible though let me let me talk to you about why i hate and love this show first of all there are rules to this show where like there's one potential buyer at the beginning and then there's three people selling their homes and on top of that the three people selling their homes get to see each other like their competitors homes and they get to make criticisms and then those oh, sellers drama people a- are such cons i already people know where this is going are so like but like that's the best part that is of course the best part the snooping around the cuntiness of it all things. they go into people's homes Ooh. they criticize it and then sarah beanie tra- like they obviously don't meet each other but sarah beanie gives them that criticism from everybody else and then gives <laughs> her own little two cents which she is the fucking snarkiest person ever like 
she'll repeat things throughout the show and you're like, she fucking hates that dude. She fucking hates him. And then, of course, that is all great. She gives them a, a thousand pounds. They can spend it to fix up their place. The worst part of this is she doesn't find really beautiful homes. She finds fucked up homes that have been on the market for weeks. And that's what drives me crazy about it. Like, I want to see beautiful homes. I want to see, like, something that has the potential. And there will be, like, one or two where there's, like, a Victorian cottage and you're like, oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah. But it's, like, really disgusting on the inside. Like, uh. they've really messed it up and they have to pay for cleaners. But she picks up the quirkiest places ever. And I'm like, she's fucking doing this on purpose I know she's doing it on purpose because it's heavy drama and clearly the the buyer when they're there they're just like what the fuck did you give me do people buy the, these houses some of them actually do yeah, but like amazing. you can you can definitely tell when somebody is not interested like they're like oh yeah I'm definitely this is my like they have to choose a favorite at the end and that person wins or whatever but they don't really get anything for it there's just the promise possible promise <laughs> of the point of I, it I know it's a completely pointless show they get <laughs> the only thing they get from it is the thousand pounds that they can spend and half of the time people are clearly clearly not interested in taking her advice or anybody else's advice and they just spend the thousand pounds on whatever the fuck they want and then they go over budget which drives me crazy i'm like just spend the thousand pounds you're given okay (laughs) i am so angry about this show because last night this couple they had so much potential for their home they ended up spending 700 pounds on a cupboard on a fucking cupboard under the stairs completely unnecessary just to hide their children's toys they could have spent it Put on... Put in the garage! Right! Maybe they were planning on keeping the keeping the house exactly. they wanted to put their kids in there. I swear to God, this is one of my biggest contentions. I think they're actually planning to keep the homes half the time. It is crazy. To be fair, that's a pretty common thing for a lot of home shows. That they, nobody's actually thinking about selling them. Like, it's love it or list it, that it's comes up a lot. Up. And then, like, the buyers are just like, yeah, I think I need to come for a second viewing. Why do you need to come for a second viewing? You already fucking know you hate this place. Probably approaches them being like, would you sell your house? Like... And then they're like, yeah, sure, yeah, why sure, not? whatever. And, like, the best part is at the, she'll give, like, a little update. Like, it's not even, like, probably, like, a year after the filming or whatever. And it's always, like, the stupidest, shittiest updates. Like, somebody will be, like, half half finished, like, fixing up the home that they did buy. Or it'll be somebody be like, this person decided to not follow through the sale because they had family problems. And then they'll just leave it at that. They don't explain anything. I think my favorite one, though, is one where they come back to one of the sellers. And for some reason, in his last interview, he looks like he's been punched in the face twice. And they never expand on it. And I was just like, what the fuck happened? Give me the deets. Sorry, this is on Netflix? This is on Netflix. Okay. It's got two seasons so far. I fucking love it and hate it. And, okay, and Sarah Beanie does this fucking walking thing at the beginning and at the end where she walks at the camera. Oh, and no. you're just like, what are you wearing, first of all? Always the same coats. Always the same outfits. It's horrible. And then she's just like walking and she always looks surprised at the cameras there. She's like, I'm Sarah Beanie. And if you don't know, this is selling homes. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening right now? It is ridiculous. It's the worst, best show ever. Almost nothing is as infuriating as reality television. Yes! Particularly this shit. Like, Big Brother, Bachelorette, that's its own kind of unique annoyance. But selling your fucking house, any kind of decorating show, any kind of cooking competition, you just sit there and all you want to do is yell at your television. The worst part is you don't realize how much of a difference there is between, like, North American decoration and UK decoration. Really? Don't they like wallpaper? They fucking love mm-hmm. wallpaper. <laughs> wallpaper everywhere. They're like, this is really in block colors. And I'm like, in what fucking universe are block colors in? <laughs> like, I'm just like, Our Don't. country 10 years from now. It's it's ridiculous. I cannot stand it. I'm like, like that's gorgeous wallpaper, but fucking no. 
Don't touch it. Don't even think about that. Like, let's just put the wallpaper in a frame on this side. I'm like, why? (laughs) So they can remember what they used to have. It's it's ridiculous. And people are so attached to some of the shit. Like, somebody had a bathroom with a... It was, like, completely red, first of all. And then they had, like, a wash basin with a swan head for the tap. Oh, no. And they actually did sell the home to that buyer. Did they rip out that swan? She's like, we were going to put it in a glass case. That's, like, a funny story. She said when we got there, the swan head was gone. Oh, they took it for the next They fucking house. took it. I was just like, oh, God. Anyway, great Hilarious. show. How are your hanger pains? Uh, much better. I like to rant about this constantly. You should watch Hometown. For something actually joyful, watch Hometown. Is that also a selling home show? Uh, so a couple in a small town in like, fuck money. Like a Louisiana, a small American southern town. They're, they're helping people buy homes and they'll redo them for them. So they'll give them three options. They buy, they pick the house they want and then this couple comes and transforms it into the house of their dreams. And it's so heartwarming. I Laurel, Laurel um, Mississippi, I think. But is it like there's no drama? Because I do like the drama. There's probably mm, like I really love when somebody. I bet it's always it's like, like timeline. It's like drama. house drama. Like oh, this deck has more termites than we yeah. thought it like, would. It turns out the foundation is completely useless. Like I fucking like homes on homes. I fucking love when they're just like somebody said your taste is bland, and somebody's like what classic (laughs) it's neutral people can envision their own place and i'm like fucking just decorate it there was a show that was like this on hgtv before and it was all about getting people to try to sell their homes and they used to film people walking through the house and giving their opinions yeah so you could hear what people thought about the house and people were always like why is this person not love my fucking like burgundy color walls that i've put throughout the entire house except for the fuchsia bathrooms like i don't understand why people don't like this Some people are like, I, we can't buy this house that walls purple. I'm yeah, like, you, you can, can paint, paint it. Yeah, like painting is nothing. I don't know why people can't just get over the paint. People cannot get over furniture and shit like that. It's fucking hilarious. It's, but anyway. also so rage inducing. <laughs> Lots of rage, Christina. Let's move on to you. What is your hanger pain of the week? More reality TV hanger pains. Let me fucking tell you, cause I pay for Crave TV and to attempt to make me feel like I'm actually getting my money's worth occasionally I pick a show from there and I decide I'm gonna watch it and on it is season 8 of MasterChef and let me tell you I love MasterChef it's the only show that's avoided most of the stupid nonsense that all these other reality cooking shows have where they're all like really personal stuff and I'm like I just want you I want to watch you fail at cooking that is what I'm here for I want the person I like to do really really well and I want to watch this person fucking suck at it and I want to get it get angry when it's the other way around like that's what I'm looking for so I love me some MasterChef okay and let this this hanger pain is not about the season it is about a specific person I want to call this person out individually I want to go to their face and look at them be like do you know that you're a bitch? Like, are you aware? Did you learn in the entire time of being on this show that you're everyone's least favorite person? Do you know that? I'm everyone, this guy. He, I have seen, I'm going to spoil season eight for you. He does not win. Thank God. Thank God. There's justice. His name right now, fucking Chef, Jeff. There's a Shet. Shet. Chef. Chef. Chet. Because I hate him so much. It's Jeff Philbin. Okay. And he was a contestant. He was the fucking worst. He is such a little asshole. He was one that, you know, they always have that contestant who thinks that they're better than everybody else and is really, really cocky and is really really high up on himself. Mm -hmm. And for the most part is like good at what they do, but they're so much of an asshole that nobody wants them to succeed ever. 
that's who this guy was. But he was the worst about it. First of all, I'd like to say that as somebody who's in marketing, his job was marketing director. I remember looking at that and going, of course you are. Yeah. Fucking course you are you little bitch there's a fucking episode where they have a team challenge and they have to make two dishes two dishes for both teams and one team that he's on is the blue team and they make a dish that the team captain decides that they want to make and it's like it's weird and it's funky and it's probably not the best dish and he's over there being like i don't want to make this dish i want to make my own so he makes his own and i'm telling you you look at the dish it's prettier it was probably better. So everybody looks at it. They go to their thing. He makes his dish. They make their dish. And then they go to present it to the judges. And the judges are like, okay, turns out you guys only have to present one dish to us. Which dish is it going to be? So these four people are standing around and they're looking at the chef, the team captain's dish, which I'm going to be real with you, clearly was not that great. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at this guy's dish, which legitimately looked better. Everybody hates him so much, they refused to pick his dish. Wow. They went with the other one. Everyone there. Knew it wasn't the better dish, and I had a moment where I was like, "You." He sits there and he's got such a fucking victim complex. He doesn't even realize people didn't pick your dish because they're fucking stupid. They didn't pick it because they would rather lose than admit you're right because of how annoying you are. Yeah, can you imagine what that life is like? <laughs> he was on that show for a significant amount of time. He never won a team challenge even once, and he didn't think like, "Oh, maybe I'm bad at being on a fucking team and I'm bringing the whole team down." No, he's good. Everyone else is a bitch. And in that particular one, he acted like such a giant baby afterwards. He was like walking around in the sand, kicking shit with his stupid little pants and his uh, fucking shoes. <laughs> and he's like, little pants. "Listen, the view of this, okay, of this guy, because they're on, they're like at a campground. So he's wearing those like low top Converse, and then those like, <laughs> you know, those pant like the boat pants. Those oh my god." No, no. Boat but he's pants. wearing boat pants that roll up a little bit. And then just imagine this guy who's just like a small child would be, just kicking around, stomping on a camp beach. He looked like a little... At one point, someone legitimately is like, are you... Do you think this is helpful? Do you know that we all lost? What are you doing right now? You're like a four-year-old. I've never wanted to punch someone so hard in my life. It was like 1 a.m. And I just kept going and kept watching because I had to watch the episode that he left in. I refused to stop watching until I saw him leave because I hated this person so fucking much i needed to see him lose and when he finally did the joy the joy the joy when they look at him and go you're fucking out but even now i'm angry about this guy (laughs) he has a fucking website where he acts like he's some fancy chef and i'm like you are basic and simple and you learned nothing you learned nothing from this experience you're a (laughs) shitty fucking person at one point he legitimately makes a very insulting joke towards one of the other chefs like they're riffing but the other guy is more playful but they clearly hate each other and i've had those kind of arguments you can go too far but you can live it Mm -hmm. but he like the guy has like clearly like internal problems that he's dealing with and he's living with and he made a joke about his mental health (gasps) but like a really insulting one where he was like oh when you win the 2500 uh when you live like quarter of a million dollars or whatever are they gonna make it up to you or straight to your therapist (gasps) oh what a "Um, bitch way to walk over the line asshole Oh, I lost it. Even if he was not my least favorite at that point, would have been immediately. Yeah. Dick. I really, 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 really hate this guy. Jeff Philbin. Was he a white man? Jeff of Philbin. Of course he is. I mean, I just need a mental picture, but I got it. They <laughs> always are. He looks like a giant baby. He looks like if a if he looks like if a little angry six year old grew up and didn't change his face. 
just stayed small. He, okay, so the, um, spoil this, the dish chef finally gets him out. He undercooks salmon. Like, he undercooks it. It's rare. And so the chefs are eating it, and they're like, they're like, you, to be fair, he had like 20 minutes, blah, blah, blah. He, very reasonably, they would have excused the fact that he did this. But then he sat there and he goes, no, it's rare. And they're like, yeah, it's undercooked. And he goes, no, this is what I was going for. And they were like, you were going for sushi in the middle? That's what you wanted? Yep, that's what I wanted. And that's why you left, you little dumb cunt. Because you couldn't just admit that you fucked up. You couldn't admit that 20 minutes wasn't enough time to cook that salmon. You had to be a bitch about it and pretend that you were the best. And then you lost. You lost and you deserved it in every way, shape, or form. This is this man. So that's my that's my thing. If you watch it, Dino is the best. Ebony is also great. This guy's a punk bitch, and I'm so happy he didn't win. So I guess that's it for him. We're all bases. These are like reality things. This yeah. Week. Oh yeah. And I don't normally watch reality, but when Themes. you get me hooked, I fucking hate it. TV shows and cooking. That's my fucking shit. Sometimes. I'll just say, just for anyone wondering, the the Bachelor this season. I've never looked at someone. And hated them so much. I heard about what happened. I, like, even before the finale, I hated him on sight. I'm like, you're disgusting. Was this one in Florida? Who knows? Know. What you should do if you don't watch The Bachelor, oh, it's too late now because it was just stories, but um, the girl that plays Rosa in Brooklyn Nine-Nine um, does Instagram stories of her watching The Bachelor, and that Ooh, is how I watch The so Bachelor this season. So does Jessica Williams. Yes, yeah, she does. <clears throat> so it must so have been the guy from Florida because this that's guy what was I worse. saw. Apparently, he was so boring, and every Ari. time I saw a picture of him, I want like, I wanted to fall asleep. He picks a girl who literally didn't speak ever. Maybe that's what he wants in a woman. And then I'm sorry, compliant you know silence, white piece of paper. He picked a girl, and then he dumped her and picked the other. The girl one who instead. doesn't speak. That's, he picked the girl who doesn't that's speak. happened before, hasn't it? I don't think it has. Not on the show. No. Only in the, uh, only after like the show. The first time. Also, I'm like, girl, because I think that just like women don't have high enough standards. When somebody dumps you for someone else on national television and then comes back to you, that's your moment to tell him to fuck off. That's your bad bitch moment to be like, um, you didn't want me. I'm already sleeping with five other guys. Goodbye. Not your moment to go crawling back and be like, oh no, I do love you. Let's get married. You don't, you don't understand this girl. She was a white piece of paper. I, blonde, boring, plain, nothing, nothing. Sounds familiar. And we'll leave it at that. That's an inside joke. (laughs) People watching, watch. It's not YouTube. (laughs) People, people listening, but staring at their phone screen on the little icon. We'll know who we're talking about. I don't don't even know who they're talking about. You'll see the brown girl to the left. I'm making that exact face. She is. She is. (laughs) Okay, those are our hangered pains. I feel like we've let a lot out. I feel a little bit less hangry right now. I could use a snack. I I could go to the washroom. I could lie on the floor. (laughs) Too much information. Now I gotta include the poop joke somewhere in here. Now I gotta include that conversation. Pooping is serious. Pooping is serious. People don't talk about it enough, let's be honest. Everybody poops, guys. (laughs) The president poops. The queen takes a shit every now and then. (laughs) Like every 20 years. What a what a way once to, every three days. What a Jesus. What a way to end this episode. Um, if you also have hangry pains and shit you want to vent about, maybe you've seen some of these things and you feel similarly. You can find us on all social media at EatsCast. You can also email us at everyone and their sister at gmail.com. Apparently, I'm the only one that's gonna. Do I don't the know how tonight. to do how to do that. That's this perfectly fine. I got it. Let us know what makes you hangry. I hope you like this segment. I hope you like our new snack and food themed names following up with that eats theme guys super proud of it do you see what we did there we're so witty <laughs> so so witty so we thought that we should tell you directly what we were going for just in case you missed <laughs> we it we showed no we told instead of showed 
We told we, exactly. We've laid it out for you on a platter. You want to know? <laughs> <laughs> Worst. <laughs> you want to know why? Because we know the lowest common denominator needs it spelled out for them, and we all three of us are that person. So we are I'm respecting 100% you. True. One hundred percent true. Thanks so much for listening. Happy binging. Bye. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. Music credit goes to artist Pluribel for the song Wallflower and Jazzhar for the song Please Listen Carefully. Proud Majestic Vagina.